everybody, welcome to Comics All Mode, the podcast where we talk about comics, TV, movies, uh, video games, anything geek culture. I yes, am, sir. as always, Russ, and with me, as always, is Landon, of course. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the welcome, podcast. Yeah, welcome back. We, uh... <laughs> We just uh, life got busy last week. Um, we, Yo, we are we like not on track, <laughs> like at all. No, <laughs> I was going to put out um, a solo episode last week, but it didn't happen. And then Russ had a solo episode, our previous upload, and it's just yeah. like all over the place. But we're back, both of us. Yeah. Boom! I'm excited. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. It's just one of those things that sometimes you know life is what life is, and so it's true. You know, that's sometimes that's, uh, that's just the way it goes. The hand we're exactly. dealt, but um, exactly. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, dude. A lot to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is an understatement of the century. I'm trying to get my. There we go. Yeah, my show notes. Okay, so we're going to talk first. Uh, let's talk some. Let's talk the news real quick. Sure. Uh, because we'll that was kind of the biggest thing for us. Uh, is hmm. there's a lot of stuff that happened, and obviously we are a lot very late to it at this point. Um, a little bit. Like biggest, a, we're like a week behind with the news. But yeah, biggest we'll news is that Hugh Jackman is coming back as Wolverine, as well as the fact that Dare, uh, Daredevil, Deadpool, is coming out. Heck yeah, uh, dude! Like April 2024. Yeah, I saw um, a bunch of uh, film releases got pushed back for like Phases Six. I think so, Kang Dynasty yeah. got moved because they're figuring out the writers. Deadpool, Blade yeah, is a mess. Got, <laughs> yeah, a lot All of those things got, got moved. Um, moved around. Um, and so, yeah. So Deadpool's coming out. We've hmm. got we've got confirmation. Hugh Jackman's coming back. Which the biggest the biggest thing about that is just the fact that we might finally actually get a um, comic book accurate suit with Hugh Deadpool Jackman. Wolverine it, team up. Awesome. Yeah, comic accurate awesome. suit. It's gonna be good. I have a feeling. I have a feeling Hugh Jackman's Wolverine will be a kind of a multiverse. Yeah, version. it'll be like a variant, think, you know, yeah, like a Loki situation. It won't be the one yeah. that died in Logan because well, be. not even not even <laughs> that. I don't think I don't think Hugh Jackman is gonna be the MCU's Wolverine. No, me neither. Like I think he's. I think they're gonna like pull him out of some random universe somewhere. I mean, yeah. here's the thing though. Here's the one thing is that there's a feasible option in which they um there's a feasible option in which they decide you know what screw it deadpool 3 is going to still be in the quote-unquote fox universe Hmm. and that's how logan shows up because essentially like you can this can be before the end of the before when Logan happens, like Logan happens far enough in the future. I mean, the Fox timeline is so screwed up, but, but but that's the thing. It's like, this could be in the Fox timeline. And then at the end of the movie, he jumps through a portal or something happens where the multiverse pulls him into the MCU. And then boom, there you go. Now he's there. I kind of feel like they're itching just to have Deadpool concretely there. I think it'll just start off with like some weird thing. Is it my headphones? I don't think that would have anything to do with my volume. It can't be me because how's that? Is that a little bit better? No, you are so loud. Super loud. Super loud. You're like blowing out my eardrums. How's that? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. I turned it way down. Okay. Yeah, that's better. You were like on the on the waveforms. You're like maxing out on everything. Oh yeah. See, I'm I'm not practiced in podcasting right now because I've missed a couple weeks. I feel like, but yeah. 
Um, my but, point was, yeah, no, I think they're oh, just going to, so. I think they're just going to put Deadpool straight in the MCU. I think it's just going to open up with it. Uh, but the biggest part of this is Hugh Jackman said he wasn't going to return. Like Logan was his swan song. So okay, I'm glad on. that he's back. I'm really but, glad. But I was listening to a, another podcast, uh, last week and cool. they made a point is that, uh, Jackman never actively said that he, was officially officially done with logan he oh, always okay. whenever they asked him about this being the last time he was logan he always actually made a caveat about like you know it would be really cool to be in the mcu like being with those characters it like, would be in, with the in the sandbox so he always had that caveat but like people forget because yeah mm. like logan was the perfect movie to end end on it really was um, i mean it, it so. killed him it seemed like a great end point i think if i wanted if i would want to see hugh jackman return i'm kind of right there with you i don't want him to be the main mcu wolverine but i do want to see him at least for once team up with that great iteration we have of ryan reynolds deadpool like i need the oh, two yeah, of them in a sure. film Especially like that needs to happen really at least friends. once <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really good friends. Ryan yeah. Reynolds and the director for this movie are really good friends yes. too. Um, from Stranger Things, just, I forget it, his it name. Just makes but... sense. No, he's uh, he's the guy who did Free Guy. He did Free Guy, but I think he directed a couple episodes of Stranger oh, Things as well. Oh, nice. I forget his name. I wish I remembered. Yeah, but... I, I never remember any of these people's um, names. I, I have a hard great time little, Along with this whole announcement, know. they had a great little marketing video, too. Like, Ryan Reynolds, man, oh, the yeah. king of marketing, just he's churning them out. Well, this also came out. This came out on a Tuesday, a random Tuesday. Yeah, and we're all super, like, why? super random. Why is this happening? <laughs> well, what also happened that Tuesday is that— I remember. Uh, it got leaked that Blade is an absolute crapshoot. Oh yeah, like, really it, bad. It, like Blade is just in the gutter. It just it lost its director. Terrible script. Apparently, rewrites, the script ground floor rewrites really bad. Ground, ground floor rewrites by Mahersha Ali too. Like Mahersha Ali is is helping. Like he is. Like really in, in well, I knew so, I knew that he wasn't happy with it. So yeah, I think he would definitely. I think he's yeah. definitely gonna get his hands a little bit dirtier. But yeah, that that production man, and that's one of the things that was moved back. You know, yeah, so, so I hope moved back. I hope they figured it that out. Back, it didn't get moved back too far. It literally only got moved back like to 2024 and like mid 2024. Yeah. So it's not like even yeah. it's not a huge setback, but it is one of those. Just it it got moved back. Yeah, um, for sure. A lot Another of people great MCU, about, you know, uh, a great MCU thing came out last week. You want to talk oh, about? Th yeah, so that's what I was going to say. What that's one thing I was going to say is, um, with the success of Werewolf by Night that just came out um, mm -hmm. here last week, people have been kind of kind of calling for Jacino to mm. direct Blade. Oh, and that would I be honestly, a great pick. I honestly think that'd be a great pick. That'd be fit. That's a no-brainer. He can do the score. He's he's amazing. He's the guy who scored the Batman. He scored uh, Werewolf by Night and Werewolf all the by Night. Spider-Man films. Amazing. No Way Home. Yeah, like yeah. all that stuff. He, like he he's a great. He's he's got an ear, but he mm. also, as we can see from Werewolf by Night, Man, he's, he's, got has the, he's got an eye. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, We've both seen it. I yes. loved it. Um, I watched it day I, one. I thought it was, I was, I I thought was, it was amazing. I watched it. Yeah, I think I watched it either day one or like the that the day like the next day it came out. Dropped on a Friday. So good. Great so Friday. Good. Uh, <laughs> black, uh, just black and white. 
Um, very reminiscent of old school horror, yeah. but still felt still felt new school enough that it was like, okay, this fits in the MCU to me at least. Um, dude, I'm kind of like Man Thing was awesome. Man Thing was great, uh, dude. Ted, but, like, I loved Ted. The biggest, the, Ted biggest thing I loved about, the biggest thing I loved about Man Thing is like it was such a like like a shadow a shadow drop with him like they didn't really show off that he was in it they showed like one scene that he was in it and mm. but they really hyped up the the guy that was going to become the werewolf and he was, was great the big cat. and he, he was, was awesome. great but like yeah. it was really cool to like have it start out with like the the big bad being ted and like have that whole like the story just i was like wow like we're it, it feels almost resolved and then they throw in you know the monkey wrench and i'm like oh okay now i know i get where we're at and uh, dude yeah. casting great great cast Everybody's great cool. director i'm really excited to see like where um these characters pop up in i love the use of black and white and i love the Same, use yeah. that at the end at the end you do get color like i love that it transitions yeah into wasn't color. that interesting that was really cool you know what that the was weird really thing cool. was with that stone and how it did transform everything into color Dude, yeah. I got crazy reality stone vibes from that bloodstone. Did you yeah. get did you get that well, feeling? Yeah. I mean, that's like I, it dude, felt like the reality stone kind of warping any, things any, and has any powers. Powerful, any powerful weapon um in uh um, yeah, it's just a reality. Yeah, <laughs> it can, yeah, it can be, 1 through 3 make it an infinite can look stone. At it and be like, "Hey, that looks kind of like that has kind of like minded powers of like, yeah. you know, whatever." That'd be um, sweet, though. Um, so speaking cool. of Bloodstone, so Elsa so Bloodstone, Laura Donnelly so was fantastic. See, she was yeah. not a character. Like, one, I'm not familiar with this character. I know that she hunts monsters. Yeah. She was in this Puzzle Quest game, Marvel-based theme that I played for the longest time. So I, I was kind of familiar with the name. Right. But, like, she was great. Um, and she had this feud going on with the Bloodstone family. You have all these monster hunters in there, and she's kind of well, like yeah, not one Marvel's, of those, but um, I love the tension it's there. Cinderella. It's Marvel Cinderella. She was going up against her evil oh, stepmom. Oh, yeah, yeah that's kind of true. Yeah. yeah. She was great, that little villain, evil yeah, step stepmom kind of deal. Cool. She was kind of uh, crazy the, in the CG, like the like the the design of the werewolf was really cool still. I thought like, so I too. Thought, because that's one of those things that, especially with like, especially with werewolf designs, it's Hitter very hit yeah. And this one was very classic, classic monster horror. Yeah, um, could look really cool. You know, they can always they can always bring you know John Jameson in as yeah. Um, there you go, wolf. the Wolfman, or he's like wolf he's got a couple wolf. of superhero identities, right? He's wolf. got that bouncing. Yeah. Captain Jupiter thing going on. He's like a werewolf oh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's just a weird character. But, um, yeah, no, it was really good. I I really do like. I I totally agree with everybody who's calling for Jakino to to direct. Give him more projects, I man. I think He's that's great. a great choice. <laughs> he, yeah, is is very good. Um, one shot of um, it's in the trailers and like it was kind of hyped up as like the shot in the series. But like when yeah. Elsa Bloodstone is against the cage and she's like cringing from you know Jack Russell's transforming and you see in the silhouette in the background like his body is contorting and he's growing and like finally the werewolf comes out and that slow push in like onto her terrified you know expression great shot dude that was that was an incredible 
yeah. shot. The but even just like maneuvering is, through the maze, so like I love a good maze in something. You yeah. know, it's like very The Shining, Maze Runner, creepy maze. Yeah, she got her her. Uh, yeah, yeah, her, yeah. Go to crossbow. I think so she has cool. like a there's like a shotgun on the wall, and I know Elsa Bloodstone's kind of associated with like a shotgun as like a weapon and yeah, the crossbow. No, it's a yeah, it's a crossbow, but like I like the idea that it's now a wrist rocket. I think that's really cool. I thought that was cool. Um, and see the the fight choreography too. I was surprised at how good like some of the one on one hand to hand combat stuff was because like. You no. know, werewolf, you don't really think like, oh, we're yeah. going to be doing some crazy kung fu maneuvers. He's just going to be slashing everything, which we got. That was great when he just goes to town on the guards. But, you know, Bloodstone True. and all the hunters, like the way that they fought each other was like, dude, this whole project well, was gold. Runtime. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah, it didn't it didn't overstay its welcome. It gave you enough. Like, that's the thing is like, I didn't know exactly how. I didn't know how much I was going to enjoy the classic horror, like mm. the classic, classic horror element of it. But like it was it, the story kept pace that I just I it was did. fully sucked in the entire time. And by the time it ended, I was Heck like, yeah. oh, that was really good. Like I didn't I didn't think it overstayed its welcome. I didn't think it no. was too, too long. Um, the so, other yeah, thing, too, really is great. like. I, I feel really like good. it has some connections to the MCU, but it's kind of like Moon Knight where it doesn't rely too much on the yeah. fact that it is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's kind of its own thing. And I could totally see, you know, Jack Russell and Elsa Bloodstone, the werewolf by night, man thing. I could totally see them kind of maneuver into the Blade stuff, especially if Giacchino takes over, throw a little Moon oh, Knight sure. in there. Dude, we're building to the Midnight Suns. Everybody's saying it. I'm excited. For sure. I think, <laughs> yeah, and I think I think a perfect person to add into that would be um, Kit Harrington's Black Knight. Get Black Knight like, in there, I, dude. I think that would be a great character. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I'm really happy that the only kind of the only MCU tie-ins that they had was that intro like monologue. Um, I see, yeah, the the I, whole like, Marvel I, uh, intro like, with the comic yeah, pages I, was different. I like the theme was well, different. No, no, not even that. It's it was the it's the the they're talking about and they're like showing these like hieroglyphics. And they're yes. talking about the whole thing. That's yes. when when they're talking. They're talking about the Avengers and and different yeah. superheroes and everything. I think that's um, the first frame, that, right? Is that Avengers? Yeah, I love old that, school. I love that. That was the the um, the way they brought in the um, MCU. I like that. Um, yeah, I think it was very. Uh, yeah, I, I'm Good glad project, they man. tried to keep it separate from it. Um, yeah. So in other news, uh, the next thing on our list is that uh, you know Cavill. Henry Cavill's back in the in the news um, with the whole Superman project. Yeah. That is so up in the air. Nobody knows what's happening because we've had multiple reports over the last couple of weeks that he is in talks with Marvel mm-hmm. to play something to Even do something. Back when um, D23 and Comic-Con, like he's been in the rumor mill yeah. for a while. What's everybody he doing? Thought he was going like, to show up uh, in, yeah. D, in D23. Um, everybody thought everybody was going to show up. And then it was like, he got COVID and he couldn't come. But like, is that really true? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> now you got so, the rock, obviously but, hyping yeah. up black Adam and he's Ooh, trying to get people next week. Yeah. He's trying to get people reinvigorated in the DCEU. Cause he's kind of positioning himself as the savior 
of like the remnants of the Snyder verse and whatever DC is doing. He's like, I'm going to put all this in black Adam. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to save this. Uh, black Adam is he's like positioning himself as a, like the cornerstone of the DCU. Apparently he's good friends with Cavill as well. Like I've seen some interviews where he's like, yeah, dude, this is our Superman. And he's like hyping up this big thing. And well, I, because like, has me excited. Well, there's, there's, there's very few people who, who can play like a, a Superman and go up, uh, uh, go up against someone like the rock mm. and it actually make, it actually feel like it makes sense. Even just um, from a physical standpoint, like he's exactly, almost yeah, exactly. unmatched in Hollywood by his physique exactly. and his size. So Cavill, exactly. we need him. We need Superman. The DC yeah. EU needs Superman. No brainer. Yeah. <laughs> and he's perfect. So I like this. I'm actually really excited for Black Adam now. They've released a couple of uh, clips that I've seen. Never thought I'd say that I'm excited for Black Adam because it's kind of been like that black sheep of the DC properties. Like, this has been in development for 12 years. Is it going to be good? Probably not. Flash is having problems. DC's a mess. Warner Brothers is tanking hard. But I'm kind of liking what I'm seeing from this whole project. So, you know, Cavill's in it home run at the, at the end of the day to, for me at the end of the day i um gonna scooch my chair in um at the end of the day i do not care the only thing i, totally I care fine. about is I, I care about like the the jla look really cool and that's pretty much the only reason i'm going to be watching this movie like, Fate, I, I, I like the rock but i i like the rock when he's trying to be funny yeah, I don't like I don't like The Rock when he tries to be serious because and he I just comes off just. Bleh. I don't really care um, for him as Black Adam because he's not Black Adam. He's just The Rock in like this Black Adam sort of cosplay. Like well, he doesn't feel. We have, like, we have yet to see. We have yet, we to, have see, yet to see but if, it, if it works because like Black Adam's character doesn't do much anyways. Like uh, yeah. nobody cares. He's kind of one Black note. Adam's I feel character. like I don't know much about him. I don't want Black Adam yeah, people and, and, coming like, after me. Day, but that's like, why, <laughs> that's why I've always said that. Like, I don't want this movie. I want I want him to show up in a Shazam movie because then I actually yeah, give a crap. Um, Dude, that is a that is a home run waiting to be produced. Is just put Shazam, Superman, Black Adam. Like they did that dude, in the animated yeah. shows, and it was it cool. Be, it would be sick. It would be sick. Anyways, yeah, sick. The Rock is Black Adam is like my least excited thing about the Black Adam movie, which is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. but hey, Honestly, it's coming out. It's Brosnan coming soon. As Doctor Fate is really the is really the yes. Ticket. That's going to put me in theater. Really Easy. the ticket. Um. Okay, so. Uh, you put in here. So yeah. So well. So let's talk the news of of comics because you put Mm -hmm. in here dark web teases Chasm's return and Gold Goblin tease. I think I know where you're coming from with the the Spider Man books. Okay. Yeah. So I just finished reading the Spider Man today. Mm -hmm. Um, they have they reintroduced Hobgoblin. It looks like it's gonna be. We don't know who it is. Yeah, so it just Typical came out. Typical Hobgoblin. We don't know who he is. Yeah, so we, don't, we don't know who it is because it's definitely not uh, Roderick Kingsley, Isn't who's the original. No, he's actually in this book, but he's the is original he really? Hobgoblin. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the other, uh, the other Hobgoblin that was like back way back Ned with brainwash that leads yeah. he's in this book as well interesting not sure if he is the hobgoblin or not um 
but we shall see again, dude. So here again, we're gonna. It, it's not. It's not a comics all mode podcast unless <laughs> we shit on um, homies art. Romita, they, they let they let Romita do the uh, cover. Yeah. For this week's issue, and like, I'm sorry. Someone needs to look at that cover and go. You know what? This isn't we good. Artist, because dude, it looks like the hobgoblin looks like a homeless man who who like didn't like. He looks like a 75 year old homeless man that yeah. his skin is just like leathery and icky because like one of those, he got um, sunburned and just those, stayed out in the sun and baked. One of those homeless guys who does bath salts and just like rips your face off and he just kind of dangles it in front for the comic cover. It's yeah, not dynamic. Dude. We don't like so it, weird. but it wouldn't so be comics all mode without shitting on John Romita. So, so weird. But I like uh, but yeah, and I'm kind of excited yeah, I, I for all the Spider-Man you, stuff coming our way, dude. We got Dark oh, Web, dude. which teases, you know, Chasm. I don't know anything about Chasm. I think we briefly yeah. talked about his design on one of the earlier well, podcasts so, this year. So Chasm is uh, the new uh, alter ego for uh, Ben Riley. Yeah, um, but I didn't read any of that stuff. Like yeah. I wasn't so picking up Spider Man when Chasm came out. Essentially, what happened is that essentially what happened is that the company was something. They were like brainwashing him. So think think Winter Soldier sitting in the chair. Yeah. When uh, and like wiping him. Essentially, they were wiping his. They were like brainwashing him at points and they went too hard one time mm. and so at certain points like that's why he's called chasm now because his like brain is like losing memories oh that makes it's sense very interesting it's very weird did he manifest um, new powers through these uh no he just got a really what? dope new costume oh, that's kind of i love that we design know, man we don't know if he got new powers but like Mm. It looks like he might have some type of new powers. We'll see. Yeah. Um, speaking but of he new is designs, he's going to be an antihero. <laughs> he is going to be an antihero. Um, I was going to say, speaking of new designs, dude, Gold Goblin. Did you see that uh, tease in the Dan Slot Run dude, number one? Okay, you know, the... I've kind of been looking ahead on Marvel.com too because I'm well, trying to keep so, yeah, updated so with what's I, coming out. So... So I read that issue because I picked up the cover because uh, my one of my favorite artists, Ryan Stegman. Of slot, um, Slots Run? Yeah, of Slots, of slots Number 1 with Bagley. Yeah, came out last week. Which, Pretty good. Actually, uh, amazing, amazing that I didn't pick up a, um, a Bagley issue, but Stegman had a... Oh, sick. Variant, That's way better than cover. the actual cover. Yeah, which is this I mean, classic. I mean, but... I, see, I like that, and I should have picked one up because I I'll love trade you. Uh, Mark Bagley is one of my one of my other favorite artists. I'll trade so, you. So, like, I really like his uh, art. So, I will get anything. I actually have. There's multiple. The there's multiple Spider-Man uh, Bagley art on the wall. Dude, did I see a? Uh, um, I, have with, I... I have one with Venom down here. I see a McFarlane Spidey. Is that a Dark Avengers cover? Right next to Ghost Rider and Spidey, is that a Dark Avengers no, cover? No, that's a secret. That's a secret Avengers cover. I found it oh, for a sick. dollar. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. But what do you so, think of uh, Dan uh, Slott's Spider-Man? I thought it was cool. Um, I've never been a huge uh, Spider-Verse fan. I, like I've always felt the story just they've never like they've never really made sense. Like one Except of the, for the movie, right? <laughs> Yeah, the movie the movie actually knows what it's doing. Mm. The runs haven't really known what they've been doing. They really just 
it just felt odd. Um, yeah. It felt like I it went on the, forever, I liked too. The, I liked the first Spider-Verse event, like the very first one, when this all started kicking off with Moreland. And... Dude, speaking After of that, like they added they added PS4 Spider Man into uh, the series at yeah. one point. I remember that. So it just got it, it just like got a one shot. Yeah, it just got weird. Moreland so is I, uh, Moreland's back in this yeah, in this issue. This I don't know issue, much about the comics. I, really, I do Spider-verse. like this issue. I, I do too. like this issue. I liked it. Um, I do. I don't like that they killed Jessica Drew. Dude, I think I that was a little hard. Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, get yeah. um. So, like, what is the villain? It's like a wasp. Yeah. Type so it's, situation. It, this she's I'll an old it. old villain. I have. I've never oh, read around? any issues. Yeah, I've never read any issues with her because she's been an old old villain. I tell you what, um, so dude. it's cool that they're bringing her back. But again, the biggest sell for this book is the fact that Bagley is doing the art. Like, yeah. honestly, like, I love slot, and this is definitely a slot book. This is definitely a slot book through and through, so he's going to write the crap out of this. Yeah. I had issues with slot for a long time because he was on Spider-Man for 10 years. I after remember first, yeah, he was like, on there for a long after time. After the first, like, five years, he started just – it was just I didn't like a lot of the stories. We need to switch but it up a little he bit. Announced, when he announced he was leaving, he did some of the best Spider-Man <laughs> books <laughs> Like literally the last like the last two arcs of his Spider-Man were just bomb because uh, Green Goblin got the Carnage symbiote and became Red Goblin. Oh, he did the Red Goblin stuff. Flash Thompson died and then the whole Jonah J. Jonah Jameson thing like really good stuff. Um, So having been able to take a break from slot and uh, on Spider-Man for a while, I'm actually really excited to see him back. I think he's going to, this is absolutely a slot story. Like this is very much a story that like, he's going to write the crap out of. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I'll tell you what, dude, I, (laughs) you mentioned Spider-Woman getting like wasps, wasp or whatever, but Spider-Woman's like my girl, man. In the Marvel, when it comes to the Marvel Universe, man, she's got that classic costume. I think that design is incredible. Uh, Jessica Drew, really great. I mean, she's involved in like every event. Every time she pops up, I'm like, yes. Love to see her. So when she got stabbed by Spidey Noir, who like pops out of a portal, it's like, oh, we're doing a Spider-Verse. And then he's like, boom. Like I was was like, no, we can't do this. It's interesting, too, because like it's interesting too because we we miss we're coming in after the fact like we missed a chunk of this and so we missed the part that that um spider-man noir like got infected yeah 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 yeah. so like that was the one thing that i was like okay well i should have probably i you know what i might have i should have gone back and read but also like man i wish they would have like i don't know i wish I think it's fine. I think it's just like, here's your typical Spider-Man. You know, he's stopping some crooks and then, you know, the public loves him. They're chanting for Spidey. You got some multiversal Spider-Man like checking in on him through a portal. It's like, oh, we're doing a Spider-Verse. And then Noir pops out and then he betrays everybody. And then it's like, oh, yeah, your allies are coming, but they're not your allies anymore. They're your enemies. And then then that last page. Moreland goes, "Hey, I'm your ally. Like I'm trying exactly. to, I'm to help you." Yeah, and I thought fighting. that was the. I thought that was cool. I think, especially because, dude, if they would have came back and been like, "Oh yeah, Moreland's the bad guy again," nah, it's like no. no. <laughs> Please, <laughs> just, just kill Spider Verse. Just 
quickly and painlessly and don't let us read, us about, read not, about it. Let's, you know, let's I'm not on. really interested in Moreland. So, like they, they had a Marvel legend come out of him and like it was big and it was cool. But like, I, I don't like the design. Yeah, I don't like that a, old 1500s kind of style clothing that he wears. He's a vampire kind of, it's yeah. just not an interesting design and he yeah, just doesn't grab it. Me. But I do like I seeing, that. I do like seeing a former enemy kind of come, come about, and kind of help the hero. Like that's kind of what Mr. Sinister is doing yeah. in the, in the ax event, you know, with the Eternals and the X-Men and yeah. the Avengers and stuff like Mr. Yeah. Sinister's kind of there and he's throwing quips around, which is not what I know Sinister to be, but like, gotcha. I kind of like when a, when a villain, I mean, yeah, helps out, he's, but. he's, uh, is snarky and sometimes. All right. So, uh, before we move on to TV, I'm going to talk, I'll talk, uh, like my thoughts on Captain America Sentinel of Liberty. Um, I loved good. this book. I thought this book was great. Um, I'm super excited too because uh, New York Comic Con was last weekend, and what we find out is that this book is leading into a um, a, a crossover event with uh, Sam Wilson's Captain America book, ah, and they're dropping nice. a one shot called Captain America, or it's going into an event called Captain America Cold War. Bucky is mm-hmm. we're going we're getting a new suit for Bucky because at Ooh. the end of this issue we find essentially he's going to become the one of the actual like the other the people of the circle the five point um, the star what are they yeah, called I can't remember I, I can't uh, a revolution not... he's going to become revolution because okay. he shoots revolution because yeah, he, he shoots cap um, he's getting a new costume I think it looks sick it's very much it's very like reminiscent of old school. Uh, Winter Soldier, but new school. So he's all black. His arm is very much is that um, is the circle is the circle tech, not like his old arm. So yeah. it looks like that that other that robot that cap face. Oh yeah, and then he was redacted. Like, hey, yeah, redacted. I like redacted. His arm looks like that. Looks Sick. like that type of metal. So it looks really cool. And then he has this cape that has the star on it in red. So again, this is very much it's very very reminiscent of Winter Soldier because of the star and all black, and he has a man bun, which I thought was cool because you know what, oh. you know, at some point, <laughs> your boy at is some rocking point, your man bun. At some point, your boy is going to go to Comic Con, and I'm going to need a character that has it's a man bun. So if they're going to rock, if they're going to rock Bucky with a man bun, you know I love Bucky. Also, that huge America thing team. that I'm super excited about with this event. Uh, Captain America Cold War that's coming out they're bringing back Ian Rogers which I don't know anything about that okay so there was a run there was a run before Cap got the serum pulled out of him and then that's when Falcon took over as Captain America and all this crap before that Cap got sent into a dimension to dimension Z and Mm. found out that Arnim Zola had taken over the entire dimension and turned it into like his personal thing. What he ended up also doing right. is he he created two clones. Cap broke out of prison and stole the clone, uh, the 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 son, the mo- the boy clone, and so he raised him as his kid in this dimension. So this kid. Is and so then the whole event went on. This kid got older. Uh, he thought Cap thought he died once he got back to the real world, but then um, something happened and he was able to come through the dimension through into the real world. 
and he became the new Nomad. So mm-hmm. his costume is really sick. It's blue and gold. It's very much reminiscent of the Nomad um, costume. But he's coming back, and I'm super excited oh, cool. about that because I really like that character. I think they need to do more with that character, especially, you know, I I want to see more of the Captain America's, like, like father figure role. I think that would be really cool. I think having Ian play a part in the Captain America story moving forward would be really cool to, like, give. You know, I love Bucky, but, like, also then right. having this <laughs> other character is amazing. Um, so I'm just really excited. I love when we finally get Captain America events. This whole sure. run has very much has that Brubaker feel that I love. Um, that's what I uh, just geek out about. Um, and so I'm very, I'm very happy with this book. I I really liked every- it. I just wish I just wish we got more redacted because he's there and in the previous issue he was like I'm gonna team up with you guys and help you bring down the circle. The yeah, five but stars he's a MacGuffin. Everything. He's a MacGuffin. But they no, like, like there's somebody in there, and I'm still well, waiting to find out what's going on with that. Well, they um, they did they they did that like they didn't they didn't show what like specifically who was in that suit. That is redacted, oh, but oh, they no, showed the suit. other. It, it's probably a nobody. Yeah, like, I, like, I mean, I feel like there's a story there. He's got, he's got cool powers. He's like interesting. He's, and got he's cool new powers because of the suit. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested. Of them, so. I feel like if yeah. they're introducing this new organization that's had their hands in everything, and if they want Winter Soldier so bad, like I feel redacted is is part of that somehow. Especially if like Winter Soldier is well, going to join the circle. I think redacted, is, redacted is. I think redacted is the like evolution of what they were using the Winter Soldiers for. Yeah, and then they were like, "Well, these guys are just not reliable." So instead, we're going to fully sense. brainwash the people and turn them into these alien slash robot thingies for sure um he brings down the yeah, house too I, he's I, like I, all yeah, this stuff I, uh, doesn't I do matter think, I, I do think we'll see more of him absolutely he's super op um, like he just but, tears uh, that whole facility down it's crazy and and i think i think that's where i loved this book so much is because it really focused in on cap and bucky's relationship it yeah. really focused in on that and that's what i love to see that's the only reason I want Bucky in, in Captain America books is because I want that. They have such an interesting relationship, and it's never played. It's never given to us very well. It's always kind of like unspoken and just like, mm-hmm. oh, like bits and pieces. But this really dove into it. I really yeah. love that. Um, like so, yeah, too. I just really love that. Speaking, really of, speaking of OP characters and good dynamic between – sidekick and main hero we got zadarsky batman number 128 did you read it what did you think i'm loving this book it's probably my favorite right now to be honest with you um i'm kind of burnt out on failsafe oh i'm not here's the thing i i really i really wanted i really wanted this issue to wrap it up Mm. The failsafe, especially yeah, especially with how um, with how the last issue left it, I thought Batman learned what learned what he needed to learn in in this, and I thought this would have been a good issue to wrap that up. Let mm. you know, let Superman save him. Like, let's you know, hey man, thanks. Sure. Especially because this is coming from this is like this is like all harking back to um, Tower of Babel. And yeah. so it's like it's very much plans and 
his uh, contingencies uh, so, for the Justice League and all that stuff. So I enjoyed this book. I just my biggest issue is that we've had Gotham has been taken over by three people in literally like six months period, like uh, like space. So like yeah. Gotham became city of Bane. Yeah, Batman <laughs> stopped him. They like cleaned up the city, and and then all of a sudden, oh nope, sorry, you're now God's fear mm. state. Scarecrow took, takes over the city. Oh, <laughs> sorry. The Joker uh, six, had something in oh, there too. Yeah. The Joker Riddler start, War. Yeah, we're gonna start. Stuff. We're gonna start cleaning up the city. Oh, you know what? Sorry, the Joker just took over Gotham. Sorry. The designer. Oh, I think uh, the designer. Yeah, that was the that was the whole that was that <laughs> that was the designer and the Joker. Gotcha. Um. And then it's like, oh, we're going to clean up the city again. And then, oh, now we got redacted. Sorry, again. he's got to he's got to recoup and yeah. help bring the city back. I don't That's like the, that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you there. Tiring. I love I love the idea of failsafe being the contingency for Batman awakening because yeah. Batman is perceived to be a murderer now because of the penguin i look i love when kind of you see the justice league come out to help batman this yeah. issue probably was my least favorite but i'm still loving it but i did not like where it ended because of your exact reasons it's another villain taking over the yeah. city and it's a robot like it's not super interesting i think it's cool to see how they're going to take it down yeah. you know but the, the fact part, that it's a too. robot taking over a city is kind of like eh. and it's it's once again like the Justice League getting annihilated, which is already yeah. happening in Dark Crisis. It's like the Justice League died again. So it's like, why are we? It, it kind of felt like the Zadarsky run was building to something really cool. And then it's like, oh, we're just taking over Gotham again and we're just killing the Justice League again. Yeah. And I'd like, that's see kind of that, something different. I think that's the biggest issue for me is that Zadarsky's Daredevil is doing something very different. Yeah, it it's, doing something, wow. it's doing something. It's doing something unique. It's doing something unique with Daredevil. Uh, in uh, obviously, there are some pieces of the story that are very like, oh yeah, this is something that we've seen before. But there are there's a lot of pieces to it. The overarching piece is very new. It's very yeah. different, and it just feels like he's kind of phoning it in on this one. Um. But I don't feel again, like he's phoning it in. I just felt like this not, issue was kind of lesser yeah. than the others. You're right. you're, you're, and you're I loved right. seeing. I love Zdarsky's writing. I love Zdarsky's writing. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I, I just, all the trust that he's just, kind of talking about between Robin and Batman, and it's like I trust you, last, Tim Drake. Last, like, you're going to get yes. me where I need to go. The, the I like Batman that Robin stuff is much more interesting than everything else in this. And that's the only reason I, I still like this book Yeah, is because we still got good Batman and Robin stuff. Batman has been without a Robin for a very long time. It's like, whenever we get Batman, it is, it's, you know, it is Batman. And then, you know, Nightwing might show up because of something. And this person might show up in this time, but like, it's very, this book very much feels like Batman and Robin. It feels like Tim Drake is yeah. actively working with Batman on a regular basis, even though obviously he has his own stuff. He's got his own book now and mm -hmm. all of that, but it feels very Batman and Robin. I have missed that for, for a while. And yeah. I love that it's Tim Drake because I feel like Tim Drake has always gotten the short end of the stick on a lot of this is that his character has always been the less interesting, even though he's the one 
who deserves to be Robin the most because he's the one who went out and took it. Arguably deserves to be Batman the most, too. The most detective, probably the smartest Robin. He's also got the skills to back all that stuff up. I love Tim Drake. I love the stuff going on with Robin. And the thing about Failsafe is he's not really a character. He's just a device to kind of dig into these these issues, right? So that's 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 kind of why him taking over the city feels weird. Exactly. Also, I'd love to see um, more Zuranaw Batman, but it seems true, like he's true. moved on from that. Anyways, last last thing I do want to say, uh, they, so this week, uh, Once in Future, uh, uh, Issue 30 came out. I have been following this series for a while. Issue 30 is the final issue. It's is the this last a Batman issue comic? What is Once in Future? It is not. It's a Boom Studios comic mm. essentially what it does is it sets it's it takes place in uh england and essentially mm. the idea is that hey you know the stories about king arthur the stories about robin hood and the in his merry man mm. all of these stories are real the reason that they don't run amok in our society today is because people only like only believe them to be stories and don't actually believe them to be real so the cool thing in that is that what ends up happening is someone lets out that, hey, these things exist, and you have this, uh, you have this uh, Merlin who resurrects his King Arthur, but this King Arthur is so uh, – isn't a pure King Arthur because he is – he has multiple stories because the, the mythos of King Arthur is very all over the place. It's not oh, one yeah. story. It's like four different stories. Like you it's either have, story, the sword you know? the, you have the sword and the stone or you have this. Uh, he pulled Excalibur from the Lady of the Lake. So you have all these conflicting stories. Sometimes Guy Ritchie cool. directs a movie about yeah, it. Which it's is corrupted him. It's essentially corrupted him. And so he oh. is like an evil demon version of King Arthur trying to take over England. And it's so crazy. then you just start – Adding to it, you get the Green Knight, you get Beowulf, you get uh, Green Robin Hood, Robin Hood and the Merry it's Men. You get all of these. You get all of these uh, different stories, and it's all Love drawn by Dan. Um, gosh, what's his name? Dan Cora. Um, he's the guy who is doing World's Finest. I can't remember oh. his name right now. One of my cool. favorite artists. He did Batman for a little bit. Um, cool really cool. good and it it came to an amazing end uh kieran gillen is the the writer uh um, oh, no kidding he he wrote in the back he was like hey like you know uh, this was supposed to only be a six issue miniseries uh obviously we kind of went oh, a little past that but yeah. he was like this was never a story that kept going. And as we kept make, doing more issues, it was mainly because we felt the story needed to keep going. And so yes. finally we came, we found an ending. Now, is this a ending ending? He's like, honestly, you know, in a couple of years, we might take another crack and come back. Because I, like, he's like, I, as I was finally writing the last issue, I had multiple ideas pop in my head for more stories, but he's like, you know what? For now, we're going to let this lie. And I, I love when, uh, writers are able to do that. Perfect example, like walking dead, invincible, both, um, issue uh, comics that were able to come to an end fully and completely. And those, and those characters get to rest now. Like those characters get to, you know, invincible is going to be a comic that people want 
to read forever. And it's going to be a, hey, here's the contained story. You could read the whole character because that character goes from, you know, a kid to the leader of a nation and, and like old um, in the whole run. So uh, if only the characters from The Walking Dead show could have a rest but no they're gonna yeah. go off i'm very excited about that though i'm really excited daryl's gonna be in paris dead city uh, seems cool so that's gonna be dope yeah carol and um still negan waiting on the Rick grimes carol. movie man where's that thing negan is going uh it's actually now a miniseries um negan is now going to uh new york yeah the rick yeah, grimes city. and michonne uh show there, those are coming out, uh, or it's now going to be a show. It's going to be a mini series um, instead of three movies. That's going to be coming out. I'm really excited for Walking Dead. Show wise, the comic is amazing. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's. Well, we're not here to talk about that. We need to talk about. To, we got five other shows that we have to watch. Um, let's start Bye with She Hulk. Sure. Let's start with She-Hulk. Technically, it does come out first in line of like come our out first. structure. Yeah, it does come so. out first. Daredevil, um, let's go! Dude. Holy it, shit! It, it, was it so finally happened after after three weeks of us going. It should. It's probably going to come out this week. It's probably going to come out this week. It finally came out. I remember um, talking about the pilot episode dude. of this show and being like, "Dude, you know who's listed on all ten episodes? Matt Murdock, oh, Charlie yeah. Cox. Yeah, He's going to be a real big bad call." <laughs> That was bad terrible. Call, folks. Bad call. Oh my lord, landed with a um, bad take. Dude, we this, finally got him. Though. Okay, okay, but like, also this. I think the last two episodes are really where this show has finally come into its own. Really, finally come into its own. It really feels like okay, this is She Hulk, and this episode was great. I honestly think this was the best episode. Oh, without and a doubt, the even, best. And not even because of daredevil like he was a great part of this show but like i think the she hulk stuff in this we finally got her suit which it's badass it this looks it looks like she just jumped off the comic page um it's okay I, there's too much black it's, okay <laughs> it, what do you mean black? it's literally white and purple is it purple i feel like it's yes. black no it's purple oh if it's purple, oh, I'll my. eat my words. Yeah, but on screen, purple. it looks black, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's so dude, much. It was night. They, it was Daredevil. She's, there, she's, she's not going to be fighting crime during the day with Daredevil. I got like, you. I got you. <laughs> if it's purple, happening. cool. It's I love purple. purple. I'll take all the purple, purple I can get. It um, looks. It looks very close to her. Uh, very comic accurate on what her suit is in the comics. Yeah, her, her suit um, is simple, man. It's like and, not difficult. So, well, yeah, that's for sure. But like, Daredevil was great. I yeah. love the suit. The suit like looks great. I love the jokes about the suit. I thought that was great. I thought it was a great way of like. I thought that was a great way of being able to be like because the best part is is like in the Daredevil show you have Potter who's the guy who designs his suit, right? Yeah, and he's a simpleton and everything. <laughs> But in this, you have this guy from L.A. who's the guy that designed him his suit. So obviously, Matt's going to walk in there, probably walked in there and was like, hey, I need a new suit. And like gave him the specifications. And the guy looked at it and goes, I'm not making all red. I'm adding color. I'm like, I'm adding color to this. And like probably added the yellow to it. Like I feel like that was a, just a something because we got what we got from that character. I just like, don't feel like. I just don't feel like Matt walking in going, I'm just, this is red and black. That's all. That guy probably yeah. was like, no, no, no. I need to, I want to make it, I want to make it shine. 
Um, Forget I that thought guy's the suit name. was amazing. Marvel okay. did such a good job of showing of showing Daredevil. This is very much obviously he's gonna make jokes because he's in a sitcom. Right. That that is just gonna be it. But like this is a very much what we got of Matt Murdock was like, oh, okay, this can this can translate. This can you translate know, to a serious show. I feel like because of where we left him in his Netflix show, he was uh, he was in a good place with Karen and Foggy. They were starting up the law firm again. I feel like it makes sense for him to be a little more joyous, a little more jokey. Yeah. And, you know, with the change and in the he color. Wasn't like suit, jokes, he, he wasn't like cracking jokes. He wasn't Deadpool. No. He wasn't Deadpool. He but, wasn't you know, cracking it's jokes. It's kind of weird that he is teaming up with a Hulk and, you know, he's fighting a frogman. I think Matt realizes, like, this is not my typical Monday to Friday. This is not what <laughs> I'm used he's to. Fighting, he's fighting goons. Fighting goons. While There's a difference between goons and henchmen. Also giving law advice, which and I thought was hilarious. Advice. Big fan um, of uh, it. Just, it just you know. worked. Everything worked in this mod. Like the, it just the chemistry was great between the two. Um, I even liked which, how I even liked how Matt shows up in court late. Yeah. Obviously, like you know, yeah. Murdoch is usually late. Um, he makes a quick joke about bl- being blind, and then he's like, "No, my taxi driver got lost." And but I like the way that Jen Walters and Matt Murdoch both seem very confident in a court of law. They didn't, you know for the sake of introducing daredevil or for the sake of having she hulk seem superior they didn't lessen any of their ability in the law no, her client was a dumbass it, it's <laughs> leapfrog is in, it just self-destructive in so many ways incompetent, exactly incompetent. um but i like that scene i thought the courtroom scene was really well written um I wasn't on board with that designer character at first. I can't remember his name for the life of me. Do you yeah, have that designer? I, I'm gonna call him Jake. I wasn't on board with Jake initially because I was like, oh, this is really extra. And But this episode, I liked him because he was throwing quips at um, Jen Walters in her costume. Like, you're a tragedy. I, I hate you now because you're going to court with me. And like that dynamic was fun. Yeah, um, was Leapfrog's costume, another banger. Um, That's great. I'll tell you what, if this, I I would definitely be on board with this show if it just kept introducing really small, not important, like F list MCU characters like Leapfrog and Manbull and Cavalier and just have them do lawyer stuff with them. Like, like, uh, She Hawk has always been a street level, uh, uh, she's always dealt with street level criminals so like she i don't think she's ever gonna like oh she's i don't i hope it's gonna happen because we all know it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. i don't want like you don't we don't want her to be on the avengers like we don't want we want her to do we want her to run into daredevil we want her to do that but first off before like at the end of the day like the biggest thing was like the way they translated how daredevil fights on screen worked so well like there's there's things that you could obviously see that netflix just didn't have the budget for that marvel was able to like able to do namely i was very uh, happy excited namely his billy club when he yeah the billy flings that thing behind him knocks that dude out without even looking like that the way that that kind of elongated and slapped that he jumps just jumps off of the uh the parking garage and then you look they look over and he's just 
parkouring his way down yeah awesome love that love that um yeah know, i just i enjoyed a, this episode with a marvel film budget oh, dude that daredevil could be so sweet i felt like the it's gonna be sick I felt like the the model for the daredevil when he was doing those flips and stuff was a little bit like rubbery i see people talking about that i was fine with it because i just liked seeing him do those things yeah but given like yeah, proper man. budget and real good craftsmanship on that Dude, Born Again might be really, oh, really good. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be great. Um, I do really like. Uh, I like where this episode ends. I like. I like oh, that. Dude. Okay, we're about to find out. I again. All right, fine. Like, there's an agenda being pushed here on like how we get certain things. So like the way Hulk King is like manipulating Jen is very just like meh. Like I don't like it. I was so high on Matt Murdock, like that last that, but five it just, minute it scene just kind of washed like, over me. Care. Yeah, I just didn't care. <laughs> and but I think the show, I do like the show realized that too, because she's like, "This is weird. Are we still going? It feels like we should stop." And then, yeah. <laughs> like, I like that and she was like, "Oh, next week's the finale." Like that was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, but the biggest thing is, I I do really like where what it's setting up is it's setting up this idea that banner said was like hey you know um what do you say oh he said you know once you become once you become a monster in in someone in someone's eyes that can never go away and now we're seeing that okay people are starting like she is freaking out because of this whole thing rightfully so but also she is a hulk so like when you hulk out she's people are going to start People are going to start realizing, like, they're getting scared. Um, and so I thought that was really interesting. Um, but, yeah, no, overall, I like – I think this was my favorite episode so far. Easily. Um, right I think – yeah, I think this one and then uh, last week's episode or the episode before this I think was my second favorite. Um, Tell you what, dude. I know I'm you're probably. Uh, I'm very interested to see where this finale goes. I, I may stay up tonight. I want to. I want to. I'm going to get up early in the morning, 6 a.m. I'm going to be up. I'm interested to see how this this ends as well. Yeah. I got to know what's yeah. up with the intelligentsia. I know that there was a there was an abomination Hulk rematch tease, which I'm kind of excited for, yeah, even though I really true. don't like the direction of those characters. But yeah, I'm going to get up early. I know. I know you're probably itching to talk about Rings of Power. Because I listened to your solo podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. And you no, were, you were yeah, super excited about house. Mount Doom. Let's, I'd love to talk about talk it because episode seven, phenomenal. Yeah, Rings of great. Power right now That's, is very, very solid. I we will, I like yeah, it. Because next week, uh, actually this Friday, is the finale. So True. honestly, I'm, I have no problem with uh, putting off Rings of Power to talk about both of those episodes next time. Um, I, think, can, uh, I think next I think episode we'll probably dedicate it. I mean, we'll the Rings She-Hulk finale and, and Rings of Power. Finale. That'll be a big and then thing. Comics. And then comics. I, I know like Daredevil that's... is coming out uh, well, next next week. Because so House of Dragon or this week is this week is yeah, Daredevil, Daredevil she was this week. I, I just haven't picked it up. Um, Me neither. Dude, House of Dragon was great though. I what I will say oh, is very, I think very, I think. Very good. <laughs> Woo! 
Uh, yeah, I, I really like this episode. I think now that we're finally, we've established, like, you know, the kid, like, you can time jump. You can time jump and the kids can be older, but it makes sense now. Mainly because Aegon doesn't have I'm an eye. I'm used to it, too. So, I mean, like, or not I Aegon, the other, the other kid. The other kid doesn't have an eye. So the minute I see anybody with an eye Aemon. patch, I'm like, oh, I know who that is. Aemon. I know Aemon, that's yeah. Aemon. Like, I, like I, knew, I knew it. I was yeah, like, oh, I got it. All right. Um, <laughs> dude, Viserys is... That actor is so freaking good. Patty Considine! Give my man the so, Emmy! He deserves so it! And everybody and knows so, it! George so R. R. Martin even knows it! So good, in fact, that the writer of the show, yeah. or the show director, whatever... Um, R.I.P. to our uh, listeners here. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm the, so excited so about loud. King Viserys. He's the best part of the show. The Viserys in this is very different from the one in the books. At least this is what I was reading. And the director apparently, uh, when George R.R. Martin watched this, he he literally sent the guy a text and said, your Viserys is better than mine. Dude, I want to go back and rip up those pages. is what George R.R. Martin said. (laughs) That's That's how That's how you know that like at the end of the day, the the director got the um the soul of what martin was trying to portray with his character in a better way than martin did it and this whole episode is almost entirely on viserys viserys targaryen um, he has that great introduction in the throne room uh, where Ramin yeah. Jawadi's score is just electric when he when he yeah. steps through that gate and you know Viserys is on his last legs like this is probably yeah. the last time he will step foot in this chamber the last time he will sit on the iron throne and man they knew it and they went out with a bang this is all about Viserys in this moment even like the the little squabbles between the greens and the blacks everything just fell away as Viserys made his entrance I absolutely love that and then the only thing that made it just that much better is like you know he's gonna sit on that throne but he stumbles right he stumbles and Damon his brother his fellow Targaryen they've been at odds since the very beginning of this show True. his brother helps him to the throne so special yep. and I hear I hear that, that was, was cool. improv fantastic cool. I thought that was cool yeah <laughs> I, uh, the biggest the biggest laugh I have with this show is that Damon is the only character that does not age yeah, apparently um, not. He's the same. Apparently, he's literally <laughs> supposed to be like fifty, and he has not does not look any different from what he did before. You know, the thing um, about the Targaryens—they've so got their special powers. Got, he's fire resistant, <laughs> right? Viserys has his dreams. Helena is yeah. apparently also a dreamer on the greens. You know, Helena uh, Hightower. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so they got their things. If a Targaryen <laughs> doesn't age, whatever. Very good show. Uh, very oh, good gosh. episode. I. Oh, goodness. We got, what, two more episodes the, of the kids, The kids are great. Yeah, we got two more because it's ten. Um, the kids are great. Um, dude, Eamon. Honestly, I, I, dude, Eamon. Eamon not, got on Aemon Vagar. Got, 
and immediately and aged like 30 years. Like we didn't talk about the previous episode of house of the dragon, but he had that little scuffle with his siblings and his, uh, his cousins God. or whatever. Got his eye slashed. He took it like a champ. He's like, I don't give a shit. I got the biggest dragon, dragon in the world. <laughs> like I, I'm taking, eye. take my other eye. It don't matter. Um, Which, and with- in between these episodes, I swear, Amond just like age he's thirty years. He's like a fifty-year-old, yeah. and he's willing to stand up to Damon almost. Like he's almost at that point yeah. where he's like, "I'm going to challenge my badass <laughs> uncle." Right? Um, their little standoff in the in the I think it was, I, at yeah. the dinner scene. Um, really, really solid. I have nothing. I have no more words. I, I like, dude. Like that's the thing. Is like I. I really enjoy House of Dragon, but like I, it has been one of those shows that like I have, I kind of have to let other people take the kind of dissection because like I, I just, I watch it for a very differently than, than I think than people, than most people do. And so like, I'm watching it for other things. And so like, I don't, for me, I just feel like sometimes like the, the dissection doesn't make sense. Like the acting, like so, I can talk about like just the, how it's how people portray that yeah. and like how the episode is, but like yeah, I just so I feel like I feel like the roles are reversed when it comes to oh, your yeah, stance. Sure. When it comes to your stance on Rings of Power and my stance on House of the Dragon, our roles are reversed. So like oh, when sure. we talk about House of the Dragon, you're like I like it, but it's like it's like that. I think yeah. same yeah. thing with me with the Rings of Power. I get right. so stoked on House of the Dragon, and I know you get so yeah. stoked on Lord of the Rings. Well, and that, and like, and that's the fun part. The, yeah, at the end of the day, cool. that's the cool. That's the cool part that we get to we get to do this. We get to have that conversation. I literally think um, I could just cause, make cause, a side dude, podcast on House of the Dragon right now. Joe, just like, Joe anytime I talk to Joe, he like starts you. talking to me because he's also reading the uh, the. Uh, Dude, I, I ain't got time for the books so straight been, up, but I wish been, I had he's been, time. Uh, reading the books, and so he's like, "Oh my gosh!" Be, oh, which shout out Joe because he brought up a really shout fun. Uh, he he brought up a really fun like idea slash theory. Yeah. So the books that House of the Dragon is based off of are essentially written as they are the stories of the Maesters. Uh, essentially, the maesters yeah. writing down the stories of the history. Right. right? This like a chronology is, is yeah. This show is obviously going. Hey, here is what happened at that time. Like this is essentially the histories of it. So Joe came up with this good, great idea that what if this is all being told by Bran? Oh, jeez. As as the as the, as the three eyed raven. raven. Stepping he's, back in he's time and witnessing going all back this. in time and witnessing all of this, and um, and then is telling this to like Tar uh, Tarly, like Sam. I think that could or, be cool. Um, be, and it definitely again, feels like the would, House of the Dragon series. Well, well, yeah, I mean, because the Three Eyed Raven is just omnipotent and he can just see everything. Like, obviously, it makes sense if he's going back and especially well, with the rats. Did he mention anything about the rats? Because the rats are always present. Maybe he's warging as the three-eyed raven into the rats. I mean, I could see that happening. But 
like um, the way the the presentation of House of the Dragon very much so feels like just different chapters of a massive book, right? It's kind of like yeah, the highlights because sure. you got the time jumps in there, and it's like, oh, you know, they mentioned the battle with the stepstones has been going on this whole time, but like here's a point in the episode where. You know, Lenor and 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 his his boyfriend—they're going back to the Stepstones. It's like they mention little things that are really pivotal historic parts of the history of Westeros, and then yeah. obviously the Targaryens, the Greens, and the Blacks—we see kind of these big—they hit on these big moments between these two families, right? Obviously, King Viserys taking the throne again, deciding once and for all who is the heir to Driftmark. The death of Vaymond. Wow. Um, yeah. And it definitely feels like those are just those are just the most important chunks of this chronological sure. account by the Maesters. I like that theory. Oh, for sure. It makes sense. It would be it would be fun. But like I also, yeah, again, it's one of those things that I just don't know if it would work for the show where it's the show's at. Um, and that's OK. But yeah. it was a fun it was a fun theory. And I was cool. like, oh, that would, that would be cool. Yeah, um, I dig it. Um, but yeah. Uh, next week, guys, uh, we'll talk. Do you want to talk a little bit about Andor, or do we want to wait? Because I will um, watch it once we're done with all of these shows. This like, is once... a, yeah. This is actually a really big episode. I love to just mention a couple of things. Yeah, do it. Do it. Namely, so like I'm in deep with Star Wars, right? It's like yeah. my bread and butter. Uh, I follow sure. all the YouTube channels. I try to stay updated with what is being posted by the big three, which is like theory, Eckhart's ladder. Um, the other one, give it, whatever. But like, there's a thing happening right now on YouTube where star Wars is at its lowest point. Trending wise, like these hmm. videos are not getting hits. It's not trending. People are not talking about star Wars right now, which is a shame because, you know, obviously Andor is one of those shows where it's like, it's not Obi-Wan. It's not Boba Fett. You know, people are not going to know who Cassian Andor is unless they're hardcore, sweaty Star Wars nerds like me. Yeah. Um, which is a shame because Andor, it feels very much like Rogue One, which makes sense because it's it's got the showrunner behind it. Dan Gilroy is writing a lot of these episodes. I think he was he was maybe an executive producer or something on Rogue One. I think he wrote a little bit of it too. But this very much feels like a consistent vision with Rogue One, which is largely regarded as one of the better parts of the Disney Star Wars era, right? I love right. Rogue One, so this is right in my ball game and or I love Rogue and One. It's some of the best Star Wars content we've gotten in a long time. Nice. Get, depending on what you think of like the sequels. If you're a big fan of Last Jedi, you're going to be like, "Oh, well that was great." Personally, I don't. I feel like Rogue One is the last time I really felt super stoked on Star Wars. You know, Mandalorian is great. Andor is just my bag, dude. It's so dramatic and it's expansive yeah. and it, it it lets the story brew naturally. It's got incredible writing. It gives you characters that are not one note. You know, they're so multidimensional, which is interesting because it just kind of drops characters left and right. Like these are not mm. rebels who are going to stick around. This uh, right. this was a heist episode. So the, all the stuff that we've been leading to for the past five episodes culminates in episode six. This heist goes down. These characters we've gotten to know for four episodes are gone. They die. They kill half of these guys. And it's sad because you're like, we've had some really deep, conversations with these guys and now they're yeah. gone but that's just solid storytelling you know it's like we're not going to just throw these guys away we're going to give them time and then we're going to make their deaths 
build up Andor, like these and yeah. and and also Vel and also uh Luthen Rael, which is um Stellan Skarsgård's character. You know, they didn't focus outside the Aldani mission all too much this episode because this was the culmination of all that happening. But everything that went down in Aldani, the raid against the Imperial facility there, um, I don't want to talk too much about kind of the eye and what happens with the eye, but if you've seen any of the imagery from this, you know, stellar body that's kind of giving them cover while they infiltrate, it is some of the most gorgeous cinematography I've seen in Star Wars it'll last centuries. People are going to be talking about the eye and how these comments go down and just the way that they captured all of that and starships and everything. Um, and yeah, I have nothing but praise for this show right now. I thought this episode was great. It just keeps getting better and better, better and better. Um, and just to cap it all off, we got to see the Imperial Senate, which is something we haven't seen ever. Um, it feels like it nice. it's pulled right out of the prequels, that large chamber with all the discs and all the senators who talk. Um, cool. We've gotten little, little teases here and there about the Imperial Senate because Mon Mothma is up to her eyeballs in, in scandals and spies. And this whole yeah. world is just really dangerous for her. Um, and since everything that went down on Aldani, people are talking and it's getting the wheels turning oh. and the Imperial Senate Great. is about to erupt. And we know in episode nice. four, the new hope by that point, the Imperial Senate is gone. Um, right. And it's really interesting. So I love this episode. Episode six, fantastic. Yeah, Guys, I am. Um, please watch Andor and support it because it's great. And I hope uh, I Disney to that feedback. So. I will absolutely, I will absolutely be watching it again. It's just with everything coming out. Um, Blacklist just dropped the new a new season, and that has been a show that I have been obsessed with. Shout out to my dad beginning. who loves the Blacklist. So, like, so <laughs> I have been. I was like, I saw that, and so then I've been like trying to watch episodes of that. And uh, dude, it's just there's so much going on. Then you know, it really uh, is. COD, Call of Duty is coming out in two weeks, and so I've been trying to like play some. Video. Oh, I got okay. Last thing, last thing, last thing. Gotham Knights. Last thing. Uh, I started watching, and I got hooked on the John Adams miniseries on HBO Max. Oh, Paul that Giamatti series. Yes. Yeah. Holy cow. It is so good. And so it got me super hyped on the American Revolution. So then I have turn. the remastered vision. Uh, no, I love turn though. Love turn. Um, uh, I have the remastered version of Assassin's Creed three. Oh shit. And that's it. the first Assassin's Creed I ever played. And so I've been playing, I've been jumping back into that and playing it again. Um, and love it. You know um, what? The you, you bring up a great point. I mean, we've been saying in our podcast, like this is a huge busy season. We got four shows to talk about. Comics have never been more like busy for me, anyways. Um, yeah. And it's kind of the perfect storm to bury Star Wars. Like it's at an all time yeah. low. The, the fans are divided after the Disney sequels and everything. Obi Wan Kenobi kind of a letdown for a lot of people kind of great for others so it's it's just furthering that divide and now you have andor this obscure property it's just getting buried by lord of the rings by all the mcu news house of the dragon and it's a shame as a a hardcore star wars fan it kind of hurts because i'm like this is great but nobody's talking about it um 
Yeah. At the end of the day, the cool part is, is like, that's the greatest thing about streaming. These things are still there. They're like, still there. That's the cool part. You know, like, they're still there. there. And like, YouTubers you are know. pumping content and it's and, all yeah, good. And or, and or still has plenty of uh, episodes after a lot of it these. It does. And you know, season finish. two is already confirmed. So. Yeah. <laughs> so <good>. that's going <laughs> to be cool. I'm really excited. I, I will definitely check this out, especially because this week, you know, Rings of Power and She-Hulk are both over. Exactly. So once that, We're going to have a little bit of time. I have a little bit more free space. Um, one of the things that we are going to try to do, because as Landon said, um, Gotham Knights is coming out in next week. I believe so. Uh, we should we've put talked, that on a calendar. We've, talk, we've talked yeah. about it, and um, I know I pre-ordered it because I was like, you know what? I want I want some of these whatever skins they're giving. I might out actually pre-order. pre-order it too. I'm stoked. Twenty first, um, but he and I are going to do a playthrough. And because you can do two-person co-op, um, and so I think we're going to try to do that, and we will record. I will record gameplay, and we can put it up on the channel and make it just kind of like a little Let's Play series that we do, like, on a weekend or whatnot, whenever we get a chance to. You know what's funny? Um, we don't have a color for video game releases on our calendar. We need to... <laughs> oh, we need to get that up. We get that um, going. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, 21st. It would, be, it, would, it would be fun because, you know, I and, you know, I'm going to have to pull just. I, t- t- <laughs> Let Gotham, me Knights, <laughs> Gotham Knights comes out like the 21st. And then. Uh, Same day as Black Adam, pre- too. It's a big because day. I pre- because I pre ordered Modern Warfare, I get the single player campaign a week early so mm. that comes out the 20 like second 20th 20 seconds so i want to play that and then the 28th modern warfare comes out and then in november is when warzone 2 is going to drop so oh, i am going to be on a cod high which i'm really happy all of these shows are are finishing up so i'll have the free time that i use for shows will now just be xbox for sure. um Tell you what, uh, we gotta yeah. add a video game section to our calendar, dude. Yes, we do. Because I, I didn't know yeah, about any of those releases. But yeah, Gotham Knights, Black Adam. We do have one more podcast episode right. between now and when all that stuff drops. So Sweet. next week we will talk about yeah, Rings we'll of Power. We'll, we'll talk about we'll She Hulk and Death. Um, and sure. right after Black Adam and Gotham Knights is the House of the Dragon finale. So our podcast oh, that drops that we record on the twenty sixth that drops on the 28th is going to be heavy, <laughs> heavy nice. content load. Um, Love it. But I'm ready. Love so. it. Um, yeah, we're excited. Uh, next week. Also, we've got comics. Uh, this week dropped daredevil. Uh, next week we'll have some other stuff dropping. I don't entirely remember what's dropping. Dude, vanish. Um, but, vanish. Number oh, two came Hulk. out. Hulk is going to drop vanish. Number two did not come out. I would have got a notification yeah, on that. I looked it up. <laughs> I put it on the it calendar. Already, it already came out. I I wrote it down right, for today. Maybe it does come out next week. Well, hold on, let's look. I'm gonna take. I off. wrote it down Download. for the twelfth, and I picked up Vanish Number One. By the way, too, I haven't read it yet, but nice. I will because I'm interested. No, nah, there's only there's only Vanish One right now. Really? So it probably it probably doesn't come out, dude. So when it this when it was supposed to drop, it said it was supposed to drop the week before it actually dropped. So it could be one of those things where it's it's been pushed back. So if it was supposed to come out this week, it might come out next week. Oh, okay. Um, so i de- yeah no I'm excited for I'm that new, too. I'm uh, new to Image Comics, so I don't know what they're doing over there. <laughs> for sure. 
but yeah guys uh thanks for coming and joining us with for another episode uh let us know what you what you think of she hulk let us know yeah. you know let us know what you think of house of dragon and rings of power like let's have let's let's talk about it we want to we want to hear it and you know uh you know if you if you need some homework i would absolutely go check out once in future um you will it, it's a fun it's a fun read it's a quick read a lot of those issues are very are, are smaller um than normal marvel dc comic issues um but yeah it's and it's, it's only 30 issues like come on you know just yeah. you know, read it and be done if you're not collected editions check out these or just comic books too yeah. I, I gotta tell yeah, you this true. year this year has been a lot of changes in my life and i love the addition of reading comics uh yeah, it's been it's really, really fun. fun and it's not actually that hard to keep up with these books and what's happening as i'm finding true. out like for the longest time that's why i avoided comic books but now i'm like i'm all in there's also I'm adding books like, be, every month to be, <laughs> to be honest too there's uh there's a couple youtube channels that you know go buy comics but if you need to check up and read up there are some youtube channels that like literally will just like have the page and it will like yeah. scroll down the page with music behind it benny from uh, comic storian and rob from comics explorer yeah. those are my guys comics dude Experience. comic <laughs> historian <laughs> is great i love that because i'll like literally just do that i'll put one of those yeah. on and be like oh i don't remember what this storyline was yeah and, uh, you know, they leave stuff out, but you get the gist of it. I've so. been watching uh, yeah, Rob's yeah. coverage of nice. the accident because nice. it's super confusing. Ooh. And you mentioned yeah. Kieran and Gillen he's really before. good at it. He's yeah, Kieran he's great Gillen, at the yeah. breakdowns and everything. But like Kieran Gillen really in the writing that he does, there's so much going on with the Eternals, the X Men, the Avengers. Yeah. I get confused when I read Axe, so I'm like, Rob, I need you. Where's your video? Anyways, no. No. we should probably wrap no. this up. But yeah, with that, guys, have a great rest of your week, and we will see you guys on the flip. Later. Thanks, guys.